Hello, this is the Too Many Podcast Podcast. Once again, episode three, part one. Uh, say part one, I don't know if I'm going to get somebody else to do another part of this podcast or not. Um, I might just post the part I'm doing right now, depending on how long I talk. We'll see. But uh, <clears throat> I'm going to talk today about some video games, man. Um, I know it's a real common thing to be talking about. A lot of people, you know, play it, obviously. Um, which is why I'm going to talk to you about it today. I was looking it up. Uh, I was looking on Twitter. Um, I was actually trying to find Coach Popovich's um, Twitter page because uh, last night I saw that. Um, I don't know how recent this is. I haven't even looked it up, to be honest. So, um, Actually, I'm going to do that right now because this is pretty important. Hmm. Get rid of things. Oh no, I didn't want to do that. Oops. What a dummy. That's cool. At least it pulls it up quick. Alright, now. New tab. Um And I didn't even really hear, sorry about the dead air, guys, but um, I didn't even really hear about uh, this until last night. So I don't know if this is recent. Oh, it looks like it's it's recent. It looks like it just happened last night. Um, yeah, it looks, oh, man, this is bad. So um, it looks like Coach Popovich's wife died last night. Um, wow, this is crazy. Um, you know, I'm from San Antonio. I'm a Spurs fan, huge, huge Spurs fan. Um, if you're from San Antonio, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, wow. Wow. This makes me tear up, man. Oh, uh, you know, coach Papa's has been with us for what? 20 something years already. Oh. oh my goodness! But um, you know, I was talking to Lebron. I wasn't talking to Lebron. I was Thomas talking to Lebron. No, um, I saw Lebron being interviewed after his game last night. You know, and he got he got pretty choked up as I am. You know, right now actually. Uh, Jesus, so emotional. Anyways, um, my condolences also goes out to Coach Bob. You know. Uh, best coach, in my opinion, ever, ever to live. Uh, all right, I gotta get lighter on this. That's super heavy, man. Oh shit, my bad, guys. Anyways, video games. Oh Jesus. Woo. Uh, so I I googled how many people play video games. And it says 1.2 billion people across the world play video games. 700 million of them are online. And uh, it says 46% are actually women. Which is, you know, actually I, I personally play video games online, so I know exactly what this is talking about. Um, you know, there are a lot of women that play online video games like Call of Duty, um, Smite. I play Smite a lot, Rocket League, uh, 
I like, you know, girls like video games just as, I think, just as much as guys. Um, you know, it's also like households that, you know, um, this is right here. Uh, what did that static statistic go? Seventeen percent of the world's population plays games. It also found that forty-four percent of the world's online population are games. So I mean, you know, a lot of people play stuff online, man. But it, I think it's starting to get to the point to when you know, back in the day, um, you know, games almost died out. They almost stopped making games. Period, because they were just pumping them out, and they were pumping out shit. Kind of like what they're doing now. They're pumping these games out one, you know, one every year for each company. And it's like, I mean, the video games are, are all right, I guess. But, you know, me as a person who plays video games, maybe it's just because I'm older and I've been playing them forever. Um, you know, I've, I remember games that are better than the ones that are coming out now. You know, they, these guys nerf their guns, and they honestly, Call of Duty is good when it first comes out. It's when they start editing things and nerfing guns and um, adding things and taking things away. That's when it ruins the game. You know, I remember when you used to be able to run and gun. You know, if you wanted to, now it's kind of hard. You gotta kind of walk around to be able to use quick draw on Call of Duty. Um, just, I just don't like it, man. If you want to run and pull up your gun quick, you, you can't do that. They have gunslinger. You, you can hit fire and shoot like on your way up to pulling up your gun, but they ain't no fucking good. They ain't, they ain't accurate, you know, to do. But anyway, let's see. Well, they got an age group here. All genders and ages are gaming. Age group 15 to 24, 47% to 54%. 25 to 34, which is what I fall under, 41% to 45%. Wow. That is nuts, man. Even 45-year-old plus to 41% for females, 37% for males. So it looks like the older the guys get, you know, the less they want to play. The older the women get, the more they want to play. Well, maybe not. I don't know. The young girls, you know, out, out, or out, out percentage of the rest of the women. Um, kind of the same thing with the guys too, because you know, they're not really doing anything. They sit at home. It's like, eh, what's gonna fill my time? What can I do instead of going out and spending money all the time? Or, you know, what can I do with my friends if we can't go out? You know, or instead of going out and making it a hassle to meet up. Um, you go to uh, your your Xbox or your PlayStation or your computer, um, and you build these communities online. You know what is a community? A community is a group of people that comes together. Well, guess what? One point two billion people come together almost all the time. You know, seven hundred million they come together all the time. That's why they have conventions and stuff like that coming together about video games. It's a culture, man. I try and tell people that. They, just, they don't want to hear it, you know. And it's a lot of the old, 
older people that didn't really grow up doing this in this time. Um, you know, being able to talk to people all over the world at any given time, you know, um, you just hop online and let's see, you want to look up and see, uh, like on the Xbox, you want to send out a post or kind of like send out a post and say, I'm looking for five group members to play whatever game or four group members. You know what I mean? You can get people to play instantaneously with, you don't even know who they are. You just playing a video game with them. Um, you know, it's, it's pretty, um, pretty popular around the world. I gotta say, but, uh, yeah, the reason I got into to looking that up, uh, Twitter's got a thing going on about what video games inspires you. <clears throat> what let's see, people choose the four video games that help to define them. Now, I don't, I don't think the video games define anybody. I mean, this is something you like to do, something you like to fill up your time with, something you like to get good at. People make money doing this kind of stuff, you know. People make money uh, just playing video games, and people will watch them play video games, and they give them money. I mean, I've seen a dude, his Patreon was like $4,000, dude, just for that day, and he'd probably been playing maybe an hour and a half to three hours, you know, which is easy to do playing video games, super easy to do. Especially if you're playing with your friends, you're talking shit, you're doing good. You can play all night, brother. And in the morning. And that ain't no bullshit. But uh, if they want to say what four video games that I think most influenced me to further going on playing video games, of course, it's Mario Duck Hunt. Got to have the combination. If you don't have the combination, I don't want to hear it. Because you ain't playing no Duck Hunt. No skills, brother. I would play until that wire was so extended I was almost pulling the the, um, the NES off the damn console. That's how far I wanted to get. I wanted to I wanted to prove I was the best at that shit. Like, psh, bitch, I got this. But um, and Mario, of course, I, I don't know. I think I beat Mario. I don't know. Must have been. God damn. It had to have been over a hundred times. I mean, we didn't have there wasn't that many out, and my dad was playing them, and I was playing them, and that was it. And he wasn't really playing them that much, and I wasn't really allowed to play them that much. And really, I was going outside more than I was playing video games, to be honest, because we only have one TV, and if if one of them is home, then guess what? You ain't playing nothing on that TV because I'm watching my show. So that's how that goes, son. Um, and that's how it should always be. I don't get these kids, you know, if they're not home or there's somebody comes home, their their parent comes home and they want to want them to get off the TV and go do something else or whatever. And they don't want to hear it. And they're talking back. <laughs> Guess what, son? You're either getting a slap or you're getting grounded. One of the two. More than likely, it's going to be the slap or a spank. One of the two. And you know what? Guess what? I've never been arrested. That's not a lie. That's not true. That's a lie. That's a big lie. I did get a DUI, but I didn't get charged. If that makes any sense. I got pulled over for a D, DUI or DWI, whatever it is. But I was underneath the legal limit, so they can suck a nut. 
I can't do shit. So they arrested me for nothing, basically. So anyway, um, I got in trouble for that. This is when I was in, guess what, the military. And guess how far I was away from the gate? Probably a quarter mile. I could see the gate from where I was at. And supposedly I was speeding. So, but whatever, man. It's all good. I'm done with that. Um, oh, here we go. I got to do an update on my damn phone. Great. What a great time to do an update on my phone. I'm so smart. <laughs> I set my phone for 6.30 to do this damn update, and guess what time it is? 6.30. Oh, man. But anyways, um, let's see. Another, you know, that's one game that influenced me is uh, Mario and the Duck Hunt. You know, it's one of my favorites. Um, I think the second most influential, the one that kept me playing all the time, was like Rayman. I don't know if anybody remembers Rayman. I had a PlayStation 1. And I was playing Rayman all the time. I think that's like one of the few video games that I had that I liked. Um, it was pretty cool. Um, two more, two more. Hmm. I think Halo 2 is what got me into online video gaming and playing with other people online because I don't think I even knew about it until Halo 2. So I was kind of late to the game on the online aspect of it. But, um, Halo 2, yeah, I used to go to a land store, man, um, in San, it wasn't shirts, it was outside of San Antonio, but, um, I would go out there and play all the time, because I live kind of close to there, so I'd go over there and play all the time, and at first, you know, I would, I would pay all the time to play, and then I came in so much, and I would always buy stuff from this guy, um, I would buy T-shirts or I'd buy games if they if the new games came out I would buy them from him. Um, and I would go constantly to play and he would have like uh, I forgot what the damn drinks were called but they were like energy drinks and uh, they were so good man he was getting them from somewhere up north I forgot what they were called maybe they were jolts I think they were called jolts but I'm not sure but they're freaking delicious anyway. Um, I used to play Halo 2 over there a lot, and then I got that's where I got into Call of Duty. And I think that was around Call of Duty 2 or 3. I forgot which one came out that year. But, um. I'm trying to think of the last one. Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know what the last one would be. I've played so many video games, it's not even funny. I've probably played over, gosh. I've probably played over at least a thousand. I mean, at least. That's not even including on my phone. Or like on a computer or whatever, just like purely Xbox. Because I've been Xbox since... 360. That's when I bought my first one. Um, I bought the 360 and I absolutely loved it. I had a PlayStation 1, but I never went online with it. I don't know if I had online capabilities or not. I didn't even I didn't even ask. I didn't, I didn't even know. I had no inkling of it. I knew there was a thing called internet, 
but we had it hooked up to the computer and it was like that old school thing. You just hooked up the phone line to the back of your computer and it would do that noise that it does. I can't freaking imitate it, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, if you're not, I mean, if you're, if you're older, if you're in like your thirties, like in the eighties, born in the eighties, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But, um, I'm trying to think of another one that would, that really influenced me. I don't know, man. I've been thinking about it a lot lately too. Maybe even giving it up. Uh, I'm trying to start a business, you know, uh, doing this podcast would be great. I would love it if, you know, people actually got a hold of this and listen to me and, you know, like my content, you know, maybe gave some suggestions, you know, if they, what they want to hear about, but I don't know, man. I don't know when I'm going to get this thing rolling, man. Because right now I'm just a dumb old truck driver talking bullshit. Luckily, I'm, you know, I'm, I got lucky and I got a local job. I drive from Austin to Dallas every night and back. So, I mean, it's only a three hour drive. It's a nice, it's a nice drive, man. But this update is taking forever. I might have to open up a tab on the computer. So Mario Duck Hunt, Halo 2, Rayman. What is another one? I think MDK. If anybody ever can play play that on the computer. That was fun. It was uh, Murder, Death, Kill. I think that was the name of it. But I forgot what it was. It was like a... It was like a third-person shooter. Maybe it was a first-person shooter. I don't remember. Let's look it up. Let's see what it was. MDK video game. The game was a commercial success. And Interplay approached Broody to work on a sequel immediately. Where he was already developing Giants. Uh, let's take a look here. We'll watch the YouTube. Join video. us for the event Jesus. of a lifetime. Bonus. Tony Robbins super loud. performance in sales training. Celebrity instructor. I hope you guys can't hear this because I don't want this booted. Well, if it is, I'm gonna have to edit it out. Let's fast forward it and see what it is. I just remember the sniping; it was awesome. And I think that's what it was. Like the whole game was about was sniping. I don't think it was a runner, was it? I remember you parachuted in. Oh, you did run. Yeah, it's a third person, but you can zoom in. Yeah, that game was fun, man. That's another one that I played quite a bit. I just love the, the sniper aspect of it. It was fun. But anyway. Um, that's another thing. So that's the four. I mean, Mario. Mario Duck and Combination. That was, that was the best times. Um. What's another top four we could do? Top four I played the most? 
Call of Duty's got to be number one. Number two is probably the Halo series. I've played those quite a bit. Um, of course, the Mario Duck Hunt. I've played that forever, man. Played that forever and ever and ever. Um, and what's another one? Lately, I've been playing Smite a, a bunch, but I don't know. I'm kind of getting away from it now. I've been playing Rocket League, too. But I don't know. They nerfed all the gods and, and swing. That's another podcast I kind of want to do. But I don't know. I don't know if I would get in trouble for doing that or not. Because it's set in those times. Well, I guess I'll just wrap it up there. I don't know. Let's, let's see. Let's do some current events. <laughs> And nobody else does it, right? I guess I can give you my take on it. I don't know if I want to do that. I might get in trouble. <laughs> I listened to the Joe podcast, the, the Joe Rogan podcast last night. I listened to him all the time. I talked about him on my last one, I think, too. But, um, I mean, he just does, I think he does the best podcast. I mean, he's, as far as talking to somebody all the time, he does the best one. Now, the funniest one, I don't know. It depends because those guys are actually on his podcast all the time, too. So, eh, it's an up and down on that. Because when they're on on his, it's fucking hilarious. And when he has other comedians on, too, it's hilarious because that's the kind of conversations that they have. Oh, look, my phone's done. Anyway. That's the you know kind of conversations that they have, and um, I would love to be able to model mine under that. But you know, I'm not known. I'm not big enough to have somebody. I guess I could ask, but you know, if I'm a nobody, I'm doing this you know unprofessionally. This is my third you know third one. Woohoo! You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Teaching activities for. Men treat us like we aren't human. Indian girls learn to fight back. What? Let me see that, son. You want to do some kung fu? What they doing? What they doing? Come on, New York Times. Load up. Jesus. No, I don't want to subscribe to you. Get away from me. Ooh. Hiya. 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 Hell yeah. Kick that ass. Oh, God dang it, I paused it. Oops. I can't hear anything, though. That's unfortunate. Oh, well. Well, maybe I turned my volume all the way down. I can't hear it. Nope. That is not it at all. Hmm. That's strange. Anyway. That's good. I'm glad that they're doing that. If they're being bullied or if they're being sexually assaulted or whatever's happening to them, if they feel like they need to defend themselves that way, then I'm all for it. I have two sons thinking about doing the same thing, getting them into some kind of martial arts school, some kind of maybe jujitsu. Depend. I don't know, man. Jujitsu is so freaking expensive. I know, I know them guys talk about it all the time, but that shit ain't free, son. You know what I mean? It costs money. Money I do not have. So, 
So I'm trying to get my businesses going. Hopefully, you know, I can get this going. Maybe I can get a Patreon or something going on. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I need to talk to somebody. That's one one of the things I would love to I would love to be able to talk to one of the producers of those shows. Um, you know, the Fire the Kid or Joe Rogan or you know any successful podcast, and they can tell me, hey, this is what you need to do. But I don't have that right now. Um, I I was playing disc golf yesterday, and I. I uh, played with. I ended up playing with a web developer. I didn't even know he was a web developer till whole like thirteen or fourteen. I asked him. I said, "Well, you, you know, what do you do? What do you do for work?" Um, he says, "I'm a web developer." Oh, I says, "Oh, really?" Because I had been thinking about doing like a Squarespace type of thing, but you know, it's so quote unquote affordable. Because guess what? You only have a certain number of things you can choose from, you know. And I don't know, I don't know the whole ins and outs of it because I t- honestly haven't even looked it up, you know, to be fair to them. So if it's not like that, I apologize. That's the way I think about it. I don't want to, um, I don't want to do that. I'd rather put it in the hands of somebody who does it all the time and, um, trust that he can do that because guess what? If, um, if it's horrible, guess what? It's on him. Now, um, you know, I, there's legal action for that, obviously. But um, but yeah. Anyways, let's see. <clears throat> Why are daily travels for women and girls in New Delhi so often filled with a sense of insecurity? Oh, gang rape. Golly, that's terrible. <coughs> this is a horrible story. Golly. Well, it's not a horrible story, but it's terrible that that happened. Oh, wow. It's a fatal gang rape? That's fucking terrible. 2012. I don't know if they found who fucking did that. Fucking killed him. I'm sorry, I'm from, as you heard, I'm from fucking Texas, so guess what, motherfucker? A life for a life. I guess they didn't go too much into the story, right? Is there a link for the story? Trying to watch this. This technology has transformed everything. When you empower the kids, Ooh, 3D printers. Them to see themselves in a multitude of ways that weren't there before. Some advertisements are cool or whatever. I still like the option. Oh, fuck you, Verizon. Anyway. <laughs> I'm watching this documentary. Um, it's on the New York Times. I'm sure if you look up, um, the fatal gang men treat us like we aren't human. Was a crime that gripped all of India. And after nearly nine months, four of the men convicted have been sentenced to death. Oh, good. The Delhi gang rape, as it's become known, brought Indians together and to increasingly ask. And there are a lot of Indians. So outside their homes. 
This says they bring they brought Indians together. This ha that this happened. Wow, that is a lot. Holy crap! Reports of rape and harassment continue to increase. In a recent UN survey, nine out of ten women reported being sexually harassed in public spaces. Wow, nine out of ten have been sexually harassed. That's crazy. But daily life requires venturing out. But what do they consider sexually harassed, though? Is that, I mean, the gang rape is really bad, but I mean, I don't know. There's different perspectives on what harassment really is. You know, some some girls believe that just looking at them is harassment. That's not, it's not true. I mean, would you consider harassment looking at a beautiful animal the same way? I mean, I know that they're not animals, and it's not right to say that, but... You know, I um, I consider them a beautiful, a beautiful. You know, they're smart. They do things the same way too. In the southern part of Delhi, and my office is in Gurgaon, so that's in Haryana. So I daily I take a metro to office. Let me pause this podcast real quick so I can watch this. The December sixteenth. All right, I had to take a little break so I didn't have a uh, um, dead air while I was watching this video. Um, I was I wanted to talk so I don't forget, you know, what I wanted to talk about, but um. I was talking about the Delhi gang rape. This is this is terrible, you know, a terrible thing. But they're you know showing the what they do to try and help prevent that from happening again, you know, and how it brought the people together. And I could see why it would, you know, people who care, anyways. But um, I was watching the video, and they have you know on the trains they have a train car for women only. And the woman was saying she feels much safer being able to do that because they're standing literally body to body, um, nut to butt, so to speak, you know. I'm <coughs> <coughs> sorry. <coughs> I apologize for that. Um, but I'm going to continue to try and watch this video and see how they're dealing with this, you know. It's a bad thing to deal with. We're just showing the culture in the neighborhood. Uh, my name is Saroj. I'm 24 years old. This is a different girl. I'm a driver for an all-woman taxi fleet. If something bad happens to a girl, the family should support her instead of saying it's because she left the house. And regardless oh, wow. of what may happen, a crime is a crime. And it's so they're saying now, they're saying that the parents are blaming the women that this happens to that is freaking retarded serious not the girl's fault or is it okay maybe they're not saying that let me rewind that again i apologize i may have spoken at a turn here i'm 24 years old i'm a driver 24 year old girl taxi, taxi driver if something bad happens to a girl the family should support her. Oh, Instead she's saying, saying what the... Because she left the house. Okay, so they're Butch, saying... I'm 20... Butch, I'm 20... Butch, I'm 24 years old. Uh... I'm a... 
So she is saying that the family blames the girl. She's saying they should support her instead of blaming. That's exactly what you know. I'm quoting, quote, that she is, instead of blaming the girl, the family should support her. That's what she said. And that's, that's true. I believe that. That's crazy. You got all these guys on the video. It's not funny, but I mean, it's kind of, it's bad, man. Um, the girls walking around, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, almost, you know, almost 10 guys in a row just standing on the side of the road staring at her. They're staring at her. You know, I understand, I understand that there's video and there's cameras and there's people or whatever white. I'm sure there's white people there. Maybe, I don't know. But, you know, they're staring at them doing whatever they're doing. But, I don't know, I kind of think they're looking at her more than the camera. Something they can lap up. Yeah, her. Man, it's just all guys. Crazy. If someone is misbehaving with you on the bus, no one will help you. Wow, nobody helps if somebody tries to misbehave with the girls. Wow. My name is Ankita Rastogi. Another girl, a student. I'm a student at Jawaharlal Nehru University. Oh, she speaks English. In an MA program in economics. Mm -hmm. I'm from a low a middle student. class background. The whole commute takes me two hours. This bus will take me 10 minutes. She rides a bus, about 10 minute bus ride. Wow. Something. People will put their fingers where, well, in your private parts, they will what? try to you know, do things. So she's saying on the bus, that these people will try and finger her, basically. That is fucking crazy. On your thighs. It's just cheap pleasure kind of thing, okay? So that is something which is very commonplace. What you do uh, to counter that is you wait for everybody to pass and you think that, see, that's the curse of being a girl in India. Wow. That's nuts. In a train ride, too. Wow. And when they see these women moving around with so much confidence, moving around with so much uh, assurance, they think that, you know, they need to be put in their place. Wow. So she just said that, you know, the guys think that, you know, if a woman looks like she's walking around with too much confidence, that she needs to be put back in her place. So, you know. It's, I mean, that's an old school with the way of thinking, man. But I don't know, man. I want to say things, and it's not, it's not right to say them. So I won't say them. But it's not right. I don't believe that. There was a friend from my own Spanish class who who raped me. What? A it friend was right raped me. In front of a police station, his house, oh. his room, actually. Wow. 
A friend, a friend raped her across the street from a police station. And nothing happened. And you know that your family is not going to support you. They're not, they're not going to stand by you because they always told you that, you know, if something like that happens, then we won't be able to protect you because we're not influential. We're not rich. What? Okay, so she's saying that because she comes from a middle class family, that her family will not support her, you know, if things like that happen to her, which is terrible on top of it because they're not wealthy. But, man, that's a horrible way to fucking think, bro. Like, you can't help her. That's, that's fucking terrible. I'm sorry for criticizing the way that that is, or that, if that's their culture or whatever, but I, that's fucking terrible in my culture. Sorry. Sorry. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. I felt after that. I have never been able to come out of it. When a girl is from a poor family, I know she's not hurt. No one will hear me. If I say a guy misbehaved with me, they would make up stories and lie and say, this girl is bad and has no character. She's characterless. No, one of the other girls, it went back to one of the other girls, and she's saying that, um, you know, even if they were to tell on people that raped them, that's so fucking terrible to say, that the community would look at, <clears throat> at her as damaged goods, basically, without character, characterless, that's what she says. Oh, well, she runs a service called Cabs for Women by Women. That's good. These guys are being real gentlemanly when the cameras are on. My name is Harmeet Bajaj. I'm 47 years old. I am a happily an uh, older woman business woman. owner. Today I run both my food and my fashion business. I have to say I spend a few hours a day on the road, which is a lot of uh, traveling. You know, you do get all kinds of men around you and their reactions to you would be different. I do not like to drive in the night on my own. These days, we most of the offices, I think, have a policy that women cannot stay beyond 7, 7.30. You have to leave. Whatever, because we all have laptops, we can just go home and work from there. Wow. So, these women that work um, in offices, for instance, um, you know, they're doing their work on their laptops, and the company that they work for will make them go home by 7.30, you know, before dark, basically, because of this situation that is going on right now.
I mean, not just right now. I'm sure this has been this way forever, you know? This is not a new thing. I didn't know. I you know I knew that this was a, a thing across the world, but not a, a, um, so ingrained in this culture, man. That's crazy. So since 16 December, even I'm asked to leave by 7, 7.30. That's it. I have a boyfriend and I'm dependent on him because he needs to drop me everywhere. He needs to pick me up. It'll relieve him also some pressure if I have more comfort traveling alone. There are certain things that have happened uh, of late. So it's, I guess it's better not to travel alone. I think the Indian mentality is manly. It's dominated by what men think. I want the mentality to change in the future when men and women are equal. It's 8.30. We'll quickly go. We'll get a few drinks. I'll come back. My name is Gayatri. I am 27 years old and I work at a publishing house. I mostly take an auto. It's very convenient. Autos are definitely more cheaper than taxis. I am going out for dinner and drinks with a friend. This is in South Delhi and it's pretty close to the place where uh, the Delhi gang rape victim was that night. My uh, sense of being uncomfortable increases, I think, post 8 p.m. I don't feel very safe in an auto at night. Um, it's an open mode of transport, so you're sitting at the back seat and, you know, there is no door. I just feel safer being driven by a driver in the night. There was one particular incident after which I swore never to drive again in the night. And uh, I was driving back almost at 12.30 in the night and I got chased by this car with four boys. If I sort of, you know, slowed down, they'd slow down with me. If I was speeding, they would speed with me and they'd come pretty close to my car. So I was absolutely petrified. I mean, I just wanted to get home. At that point of time, all I did was pray to God that just get me back home in one piece. All right, so I just watched the rest of that. And um, this the older lady that was on was saying that she refuses to drive after 8.30 at night <clears throat> simply um, because of an incident that happened to her. Um, these four boys were following her, I guess, at night. And so this the pretty woman, I guess they wanted to rape her. That's, that's a fucking terrible thing, man. That's, I mean, you know, that's what we're afraid of over here in this country. Over here, America, 
Texas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This shit should be punishable by fucking death, son. Or castration. One of the two. I'm sorry. You shouldn't be allowed to fucking rape a woman. I don't care how hard up you are. You got your own fucking hand. Use it. Anyway. This is Too Many Podcasts. Podcast. Peace.